0: Welcome to Christ, Culture, and Cinema with the doctor, Jeffrey Skopak, and his trusted assistant, Michael Pop, as they explore the intersection of faith, movies, and our contemporary context. Welcome back to Christ, Culture, and Cinema. How are you doing, Michael? You know, I'm, I'm doing pretty well. We are uh, just about mid-quarter
1: of this first quarter for semester here at uh school that's kind of the one-eighth
0: of the year point which
1: when your wife's a teacher uh you kind of count those things down
0: yeah you know and as a pastor with a principal and a school underneath us uh we felt like we've been kind of hanging on a little bit in this covid world
1: yeah yeah that will be done it's a lot of trust right now and it's stuff's out there and we're doing everything we can and yet uh Sometimes things are out of your control, right?
0: This is true, but, you know, <laughs> it's kind of the, you know, it's it's First Commandment stuff. It's, you know, fear, love, and trust in God mm. above all things. And I find myself reminding uh, myself, our principal, some of our teachers day to day, and uh, that's not always easy. But can you remind Howard? Well, in this movie that we are <laughs> doing today, un. Cut Gems. This movie was released on December 25th, 2019, and it is a very very unusual movie. It was directed by brothers Benny and Josh Safdie. or Safti. Uh, now Josh he's mostly a director of shorts. Now Benny he is also an actor in Look for Benny in the upcoming Disney Plus series Obi Wan. Did you know he's? I did not realize he that. he is acting but, in Obi Wan. What I
1: found fascinating was that these guys are Jewish basketball fans, and they based Howard's uh, character on their dad, yeah. right? who used to do
0: it a, was a runner for a, a jewelry store. And I thought, yeah. That's pretty cool. Well, if you've ever been to New York, to the Diamond District, uh, you will run headlong into uh, the Jewish culture, both the Orthodox or Hasidim, uh, as well as the more secularized Jew, which would be the character Howard Ratner in this movie. Uh, But there's a very strong influence there. There's also this great love of basketball. And they bring this all together in it's one neat. of one of the darkest yeah. movies I have ever seen.
1: When you told me how great it was, the more I watched it, the more I hated it. You yeah. know, and maybe it's just one of those every time you see something happening, you're like, No, yeah.
0: no. It makes
1: me uncomfortable. Right. Anyway, we'll get well, into that. We'll let's talk, into that.
0: Let, let's yeah. talk. You know, the mil- the movie only cost nineteen million dollars to make. Well, when you look at the cast, then it's
1: a Netflix uh, release. Yeah, this is kind of one of the first. I mean, that wasn't a big deal yet. Right. When we look at it, that was a new thing where all of them started doing their own thing. Yep. Amazon, no. Netflix, Hulu, uh, original content.
0: Yeah. Well, it, the box office made about fifty million dollars and received. All sorts of critical acclaim, Hmm. nominations for awards, and the like. And I think part of it was the total shock of the lead character in something (laughs) we don't expect to find him in. Uh, So the characters are this. We have Howard Ratner. Uh, He is a jewelry store owner. He's kind of swarmy, might be the right word. Played by Adam Sandler, known for comedy, known for lighthearted. Now, imagine you are an Adam Sandler fan.
1: It's Christmas Day. Instead of going to the theater, Netflix has Adam Sandler's newest movie. All kids, let's all sit down and laugh at Adam Sandler.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Didn't quite work out the Ooh, way you wanted it to. Bad
1: Christmas. Mommy would not be happy if oh, she heard that boy. movie on.
0: Oh, boy. The, disclaimer hit the, disclaimer hit the pause do hit not pause. watch this with the kids no uh but we know adam sandler happy gilmore grown-ups water boy mr D, the wedding singer blended wedding singer 50 first dates on and on and on and but on and on. what was his first acting credit what is the Cosby show? Friend of Theo. Oh, look at that! There's That's like four or five episodes where he's uh, friends with very Theo. Very true. <laughs> the next character is Howard's wife, uh, Dinah Ratner, played by Dinah Manziel. Now, she's really known for Broadway. You know, you know, it was in oh, Rent yeah. and in Wicked. Uh, what? Where do you hear her the most? Uh, the voice of Elsa in yes, Frozen. Everybody knows it. Also in the movie Enchanted.
1: Yeah, uh, I saw coming up is Cinderella and Disenchanted. They're both on their
0: way. Yeah, now here's the thing. It'll be interesting
1: to see what that is.
0: How do we we kind of emotionally and intellectually align this Broadway Disney voice with this movie? I'm
1: not really sure. Well, here's the thing. Howard is slimy enough that everybody was probably siding with her anyway, and they felt bad for
0: her. Well, so this I don't is think tr- it hurt her. No, but
1: it did give her
0: a little range. That could be. Yeah. Now the next is Julia D'Fiori. Uh, The character, she is Howard's, uh, how shall we say, extramarital affair. Mistress. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Played by Julia Fox, who— His side piece. By the way, the Safdie brothers found her on the streets of New York. She is really, really new in this movie. About as new as you're going to get.
1: It's her first major film. Might be her only major film. She's on video shorts and some TV credits. That's uh, about
0: it. Now, yeah. now, the one who's a, a critically acclaimed star in the movie uh, plays the character Demani, uh played by Lake Lakeith Stanfield, who is in... It was good. S- oh, yeah. And he's in Selma. He's in Knives Out. I liked him as
1: uh, Snoop Dogg, straight out of Compton. There you go. Yeah. I mean, he's... Judas and the Black Messiah.
0: He's got a few credits. He's got some mm-hmm. serious film credits, uh, followed by Kevin Garnett, the NBA star who plays... Kevin, Kevin Garnett. Garnett. <laughs> yeah. Now,
1: first major movie he did. Okay. Uncredited. Blue Chips. Really? Played for the Michigan Wolverines in Blue Chips against Shaq and Penny and them, of course. Well, look at good that. Good basketball movie. Holy cow. Yeah, I did not know one. that. Uh, Uncredited.
0: Yeah. Now, a character who, in essence, plays the collection guy for the Lone Shark, this guy Phil. Oh, boy. Played by Keith William Richards, not to be confused with Keith Keith Richards, Richards, that's for sure. (laughs) And again, this is a guy they found off the streets of New York and Brooklyn. Yeah, no Uh, real credits. No real credits to his name. Uh, and then two characters we're going to mention them. They are critical in the story, but really these are the other two big actors in the movie. Uh, Gooey, who's played by Judd Hirsch, Gooey is Howard's father-in-law, and we know Judd Hirsch from television shows like Taxi, Dear John, Numbers, uh, Damages. I like that one. How about Independence Cold Day? Brooks. Plays the father in Independence. That's Day. my favorite. I love And the in sequel.
1: That. He's he's great in that.
0: Let's get in a circle and pray. Yeah. I love and, that. It's and such really, a they're,
1: they're looking for a Jewish father. That's probably they went to his role in Independence Day, said.
0: There he That's is. That's our Jewish man. That's the guy. Yep. And then the one who plays the Lone Shark, Arno uh, Muradian, uh is Eric Bogosian, And we know him from old movies like Talk Radio or Steven Seagal is Under Siege 2. Uh, Blade Trinity, he's got a bunch of credits to his name as well.
1: Yeah, he has a rough part in this movie, too.
0: Yeah. So let's take a look at just the simple overview of this movie, because we keep telling you it's dark. It's dark. Dark. But there's a reason I believe this movie has great intersection with culture and cinema. Uh, The simple overview, Howard has a jewelry store in, uh, in New York City. He is a gambling addict. He is a womanizer. He is a terrible father. He is a terrible son and terrible son-in-law. He's a terrible person. He is just a bad human being. When we talk about sin, he is the personification of all of it. And, And I think part of it is because
1: he's clueless about it. Mm -hmm. He doesn't, you know, he doubles down. Something happens. I can get it back. I can get it back. We we see this continually. Well, let's talk about it because it starts with the ring.
0: Right. Well, Well, no, it it, starts with the stone. It starts with the Ethiopian black opal. It's an exotic stone, and he has a connection into the NBA world through the character Damani. And Damani brings to his store Kevin Garnett and his entourage, shows him this black opal, Claims that it's valued at a million dollars. Kevin Garnett is captivated by the stone. He must have the stone, but he's not ready to buy it yet. So what does he do?
1: He just wants to hang on to it. So he's,
0: he's going to give you a little collateral.
1: Hey, I'm going to take this with me. It's beautiful. Kevin was into it, but kind of
0: collateral. So his collateral is nothing short of his NBA championship ring. Boston Celtics. Which Howard immediately... <sighs> Takes to the pawn shop <laughs> because he needs money to put down on a bet. Oh, yeah. Why not? Why so not? Like Kevin
1: Garnett's championship ring. Sure. Sure. So like one of
0: a kind. Why not? Wow. It yeah. was pretty
1: gutsy. And it's where I started to feel uncomfortable from that point on. What are we, five, ten minutes
0: into the movie? Something I'm uncomfortable. Like that. It was, oh. It was awful. It's awful. And that's where everything begins to simply unravel. Right. Because Howard can't cover his bets. Arno wants his money. You know, one thing,
1: if you're into movies and how they're created, and we talked about the, uh, the Safdie uh, brothers, but there's a great YouTube, uh, don't watch it until you've seen the movie, called uh, How the Chaos of Uncut Gems was Carefully Crafted. And you're going to see, this movie can make you sick if, you, if you're uh, having motion sickness, you may have to take some because it uses handheld cameras it does different frames it is cut differently the sound is different the editing is different it's fast paced it makes you dizzy and sick almost the way it goes Damn. and it's brilliant
0: it's, it's it raw. takes you on a ride and and i'll tell you what the ride it takes you on as howard can't cover his debts mm. howard is trying to hide his affair with with julia How Howard has this other apartment, how Howard all of a sudden has to take care of his kids, but he has no place to drop them. It's just He's
1: running up to his apartment. His son goes up to use the bathroom. His wife's like, let him go use the bathroom. He can't because I think somebody else is in there, right? His girlfriend. Yeah. Uh, So he sends him to a neighbor, and it looked like they were implying that the neighbor was uh, maybe a pedophile. I mean,
0: it was just awful gross everything about howard is awful. A shower after watching this and and what why would we talk about such an awful human being in a movie that we keep saying is awful uh christ culture and cinema let me let me just take you on a little stroll shall we let's go uh, as as god himself comes to moses on top of a mountain and hands him two tablets of stone <laughs> you shall have no other gods mm. What does this mean, says Martin Luther, that we should fear, love, and trust in God above all things. Howard only trusts in one thing and one thing only. Howard. Himself. That's it. And Howard is his God. How about this one? You shall not misuse the name of the Lord your God. What does this mean?
1: Luther says
0: we should fear and love so that we do not curse, swear, use satanic arts, lie or deceive by his name, but call upon it in every trouble. Pray, praise, and give thanks. How many lies does Howard... Shell out there to everybody.
1: Yeah, I am uh, DB. Not only the lies, it has uh, for profanity severe.
0: It's severe. It's this severe. is not a children's not movie. A children's yeah. Uh, let's take a look at another commandment, shall we? How about how about commandment number four? You should honor your father and your mother. <laughs> what does this mean? Says Luther, we should fear and love God, so that we do not despise or anger our parents and other authorities, but honor them, serve and obey them, love and cherish them. What he does to Gooey when he's, when he's at that Awful. auction house trying to get a million dollars out of that gem, trying to drive up Kevin Garnett. Using his father-in-law. And uses his father-in-law. Awful. To cover the mess he just creates. He's a bad human being. Well.
1: And well, of course, we have shortened that. It used to be honor your father and mother, and that it may be well with thee, and thou mayest live long on the earth, right? Right well, out of scripture. That may not work out well for him. Yeah, he definitely didn't uh, live too long.
0: Now let's look at another commandment, shall we, while we're going down the road with Howard. Five, six, eight, eight seven. Let's, which let's, one are you going for? Well, let's go six. <laughs> we're going to go six because we're just focusing on Howard all at the there. moment. What does this mean? You shall not commit adultery. Luther says, what does this mean? We should fear and love God so that we lead sexually pure and decent life in what we say and do and husband and wife love and honor each other. He is the most dishonoring wretch you ever wanted to come across in a movie. How about seven? Oh, seven's uh, a good one. That's right from the start. We just told you about the ring. Yeah, you shall not steal, Luther says. What does this mean? We should fear and love God so that we do not take our neighbor's money or possessions or get them in a dishonest way. He's dishonest the whole movie. But help him improve and protect his possessions and income. Going to the pawn shop with the ring that doesn't belong to you would not be protecting someone else's possessions or income. How about the money he takes at the end to put on the uh, bet? Oh, good heavens. They haven't got to
1: the ending where he's got the the guys trying to kill him locked in the entrance. I mean, just...
0: (laughs) But we'll get to that. Yes. Let's go number nine. Okay. You shall not covet your neighbor's house. What does this mean? We should fear and love God so that we do not scheme to get our neighbor's inheritance or house or get it in a way which only appears right, but help and be of service to him in keeping it. How about the gigantic pot of money he finally acquires and then immediately goes and puts it down on a bet... On a yeah, on a $175,000. I can't even understand all the nuances of this bet, but all these things but, have to happen but, in order for him to win. But, but how about just bearing false witness? I mean, you skipped over eight. That's his whole life in there. Oh, yeah. It's awful.
1: I mean, you could have literally hit every commandment. We don't have a long enough... Uh, yeah, no. We, we try no. to keep these within a
0: half hour. And we so. don't want to make this one a 2 parter. Oh. But the point is, Howard is a real person in this world. We know these people. Yeah, these people exist these people are around us and as as a christian looking at this world sometimes we can be disgusted by what we see unfolding but here's the thing i don't think howard sees it
1: no nope. that's what he's grown up in it just went a little bit more a little bit more he worked his way up and right he's used to hustling to get what he needed and he doesn't see it going out of control. I, I, I said to you no. earlier when we were talking about this, you know, when he's at his daughter's uh, play or, or school function and he's running from these two guys and he ends up in his own trunk naked, right? Just to make the point, the, the guys he owes money to take his clothes and put them in the trunk and he has to call his wife. From his trunk. From his trunk, which nicely sell his phone from while she's in the school place just come outside and get him out yeah and so he, he runs to grab a sweatsuit you know he had a suit and tie on he's got to go back in in a sweatsuit and what's going on and, and he's clueless. Right, oh, i'm just gonna be a good dad i yeah. finish a finish a school play yeah oh my goodness
0: yeah i can't believe his wife put up with that it's this notion of trying to control your entire environment. Right. You know, it's, it's funny. We we kind of see this in the New Testament. It's in the book of Acts when the Pharisees are trying to control the environment uh, the uh, of this thing called the way, the Christian church. Uh, and, you know, it took one of their own uh, to stand up against this. It says it's in Acts chapter 5, verse 33. 3 and following. It says, when they heard this, they were rage and wanted to kill them. But a Pharisee in the council named Gamaliel, a teacher of the law, held in honor by all the people, stood up and gave orders uh, to put the men outside for a little while. And he said to them, men of Israel, take care of what you are about to do with these men. For before these days, Theodos rose up claiming to be somebody. And a number of men, about 400, joined him He was killed and all who followed him were dispersed and came to nothing. After him, Judas the Galilean rose up in those days of the census and drew away some of the people after him. He too perished and all who followed him were scattered. So in the present case, I tell you, keep away from these men and let them alone. For if this plan or this undertaking is of man, it will fail. I'm going to stop right there. It will fail. And sometimes we need to look at things in our world and realize as Christians, we are not of the world. We're in the world. We're not, We're not of the world. world. We can't control some of these Mm-mm. things. Crazy is going to happen sometimes, and you can't stop it. But here's the beautiful part. The one
1: thing that matters most, we control now because Jesus died on the cross. Yeah. I, going to heaven, guess what? Yeah. You control it. Yeah. you not know- People try to control the things that don't matter.
0: Well, you know, we were talking earlier, you know, as as chaos is unfolding in the world, when you have the comfort and the knowledge of your sins forgiven and your eternal destiny, Mm. you go, all right, your will be done, God. It's okay. I will. I can handle whatever is coming my way. Now, that is not the case for Howard. And and, and as this movie continues and he has this ill-gotten money and he he puts down this ridiculous debt and I love it. It's Phil and this other muscle... (laughs) Here's the thing.
1: He yeah. wanted a million dollars for that stone. Yeah. Got in trouble with the auction house. Accepted what 175,000. Yeah. Immediately puts it down a bet cuz he's going to get his million and if the the Celtics and Kevin Garnett, the number of the points all hit, he was going to end up with 1.2 million. He would have got what he
0: wanted finally. Yeah. So he he manages oh. to get the bet in. He gets he's he's chased by Phil the uh, the muscle mm-hmm. uh, for the uh, bookie uh, because he wants his cash he wants the money back and he traps Phil and the other uh, muscle guy in the two lockout doors right outside his jewelry store. The guys knew he had it,
1: oh, and then he sends it outside the window to his girlfriend, and she takes it to the casino, casino. I mean, up the whole in thing Connecticut. Is weird. yeah. She runs to Connecticut yes. to the
0: casino. And now he's sitting there watching the basketball game in his store with the two guys trapped in the doors watching with him. Waiting to kill him. Well, you know, and what happens, they you know? They their money. It's, it's such a sad and awful ending. And there's no spoiler alert. He's an awful human being. You know bad things are going to happen to him.
1: Well, spoiler alert if you haven't seen it, but that's your... <laughs> I don't know if you want to. <laughs> so...
0: It's so hard to watch. Kevin Garnett does what he needs to do. He wins this trifecta of bet that he puts down. He opens the lockout doors. because oh, le- he's celebrating. He's, he's celebrating. ready to celebrate
1: the guys. Hey, I'm going to have all your money. No all problem. Money. It's all it's good.
0: It's all good. And he opens the doors and Phil pulls out a gun and shoots Boom. him right in the face.
1: Thou a shalt not murder. Face.
0: Oh, yeah. He's smiling. He dies mm-hmm. oblivious to the case and cause of his sin. He's totally unaware of how far he has drifted from God.
1: I would like to see the person who feels bad that he was shot and say, oh, he just won 1.2 million. And meanwhile, I I was
0: like, yep. Oh, but wait, there's still salt in the wound. Because the (laughs) girlfriend goes to the counter, puts in the ticket, collects the bet, and then gets in a limousine with some guy she just met and drives off. And so the sinful behavior continues. continues. Yeah. Mm. This movie is a tragedy at the beginning. It's a tragedy at the end. And yet, I would tell you, it gives you a slice of what the world is like. Yeah, it, it really is interesting the way it
1: all goes. And uncomfortable as uncomfortable as Howard's actions made me, like I said, it's it's brilliantly done. The sound is incredible. The editing is incredible. I, I really, again, if if... You go to how the chaos of uncut gems was carefully crafted uh, the, to show the depth of the way this movie was done. It really is a
0: masterpiece. I mean, the way yeah. they did it, it was well done. This is one of those movies that if it didn't make you uncomfortable, you're getting a heart check. Yeah, you know, something you need is, to come to church and we need wrong. to give you communion. And uh, we need time for confession and absolution. Yeah. We need uh, this is an uncut, but it's a reality movie. Because this stuff really does go on yeah. in society. Just turn on your news, people. That's all oh, you have to do it, turn on your
1: news. We might not see anybody around here go to the extent of you know leveraging one hundred seventy five thousand and taking people's stuff and all, but we see people who allow that slide. They justify their actions here. Then they justify their next actions. And because I'm trying to provide for my family, they justify what they know is wrong. Right. And we all have to be careful of that because the more we see what's going around us, it's easy to say, well, I'm not as bad as this
0: person. You know, you it's, try to
1: justify your uh, your actions.
0: It's like, you know, we used to joke about the one hymn, Chief of Sinners Though I Be, Michael is far worse than me. You know, and all <laughs> That's of That's 6. You know, and then it, <laughs> what it does is it opens the door because you start comparing yourself against these other things and other people instead of just looking at it through the lenses of God's Word and realizing mm. that the only salvation, the only source of your redemption is in Jesus. A- and that... In this case of this movie, he only sees redemption in Howard.
1: Yeah, and and here's the thing. We we talked about it earlier. Is he ever gonna be satisfied? No. If he had got the one point two million from his girlfriend, no. where is he gonna spend it next? He when we take our satisfaction in knowing who our savior is, right? What our purpose is, everything here is secondary. Yeah. We can handle anything and whatever we're dealing with and you know, everything might not be perfect, but my salvation's guaranteed for Howard. He's constantly
0: chasing something he's never going to get, and he dies oblivious. Mm, that's the sad and, part, and that's just so sad, you know. Which leads, I really, to our question of the day. And and let's let's turn this to a little positive note because this has been dark. Um, have you ever gone too far in trying to control a situation, whether it be uh, the environment around you, family member, friends, work, a circumstance, whatever it is? How did it come back at you? You know, uh, how did it come back and bite you is another way of uh, looking at it. Where can you let go of things and let God fill that space? Where can you, instead of trying to control the environment, allow God to be the one in control of all things in a repentant heart, in a heart that is ready to receive his forgiveness, in a heart that's ready to serve others and not to take from others? Hmm. And I and I really think that is a picture that we as a church need to be considering, in this very very broken world in which we now find ourselves living, in the year twenty twenty one. Wow. I feel yeah. I feel, I feel like I need a shower
1: after all this. I again I I you told me how good it was and it does have a brilliance to again the way it's made mm-hmm. what's going on but. It was so uncomfortable watching.
0: Yeah, but you yeah. know what? That's a good movie. When a movie, when a movie can elevate you, or conversely, bring you down, and this movie does that. It brings you down. Yeah, I yeah. mean, you are you're relating to the character, but you don't like this uh, person. When you're going, no, no, don't do that. What do you? doing yeah and then takes on that rock and did you have that moment in this movie when all of a sudden you realize he's not only going to do this he's going to do it three times worse than i can imagine him doing every everything he did just made me more upset yeah
1: and and again when he celebrates the big win and opens the door and they shoot him i wasn't expecting that oh yeah i wasn't expecting that was like oh my gosh yeah he just hit finally everything that you know big oh he got his 1.2 million Yeah. Got to enjoy it for, what, about three
0: seconds? He didn't even get to enjoy it. Oh, my goodness. That's for sure. So next week, we're going to change gears. You know, we laughed about this a couple of weeks back with uh, Scarlett Johansson uh, being dropped by Disney. Uh, for future movies, when we looked at Jungle money, money, Cruise. Money, money. But, you know, she did her, her her fun farewell, I guess, to Disney and the Marvel Universe. Uh, earlier this summer, she did the standalone movie Black Widow. It is absolutely worth a visit by Christ Culture and Cinema. So, next week, let's go with the Marvel Universe and visit Black Widow. Until next time, we'll see you at the movies. Thank you for joining us for Christ, Culture, and Cinema with the Doctor, Jeffrey Skopak, and his assistant, Michael Pop. Until next time, we'll see you at the movies.